Welcome to the Real View podcast, where Ohio realtors connect you to innovators and influencers, keeping you with the real view of real estate. Whether you're a broker, agent, first time home buyer, industry leader, or just happen to stumble upon our podcast today, you can expect to hear tips, tools, tricks, interesting information, and so much more from the experts in Ohio's real estate game. Welcome back to the Real View Podcast. I am your host, Allison Wiley. Joining me today is our special guest, Steve Murray. He is the senior advisor and co-founder at Real Trends. He is also an author, trainer, and a speaker at our upcoming broker summit on October 18th. Steve, welcome to the show. Allison, it's great to be on, and I'm looking forward to the broker summit and being in contact virtually with my friends and brokers at the Ohio Realtors. Yeah, we're super excited to have you on um, today, Steve. And Steve is going to um, give us a little preview into what he's going to be talking about at Broker Summit, which is just how to build a successful brokerage. And he's going to tell us about some of the things he's seeing um, at Real Trends and, and how ourselves as realtors and brokers, how we can be best prepared to handle kind of the ups and downs of this crazy real estate market. Um, so we are going to get into all that fun stuff today. But before we get started, Steve, I have to ask our signature question that I ask all of the guests who join me on The Real View, which is, since the show is called The Real View, I'd like to know, what is the best view that you've ever seen? You know, the best view I've ever seen, you know, personally was standing on top of Mount Evans in Colorado at 14,350 feet. And you can see for hundreds of miles in any direction. And I particularly recall one time hiking up there, and it's 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 a difficult hike, but we walked, my friend and I walked up through misty, rainy clouds for a thousand feet and then broke through. So we're standing on top of this mountain in perfect blue sunshine, and the whole world below us was in the clouds except for the other tops of the other tall mountains in Colorado. And it, you know, it reminded me uh, that, you know, how much uh, I would dream that we can all be at peace again with each other because these last few years have been snarly for a lot of us and some more than others and challenging and I just remember that view thinking that that everyone should be able to sit on top of a mountain in a perfectly blue sky, sunny day with the whole world just kind of calm below them. And there's not a sound anywhere other than the wind. Yeah. Mm, I love that. Oh, that is, is so beautiful. And, and you're right. And just what a way to put things into perspective, you know, as you mentioned with so much, you know, we all have been through so much, you know, lately and just to have that moment of peace and really, you know, make your place known in the world of like, you know, we get so caught up in so much day to day, but like, look at this great world that's out there, you know, in front of us. And, and you're right. I know I just saw a photo that NASA put out. It was like new pictures of Jupiter. And it was just like, like looking at them, you're like, Wow. Where our place in the world, we are worried about so much. And like, look at all this else that's out there. And it's just, it's really, really perspective shaping. And it's, it's really, really cool. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, thank you for um, playing along in my little get to know you a little bit better game. Um, let's talk about you. I want to hear a little bit about yourself, um, your career trajectory. What has that looked like? What has been your path in real estate been like? And then I want to hear about real trends, about um, your company, what you all do, and kind of what your role is with that too. Well, you know, it's it's important to know that it's been nothing but a series of blessings the whole 46 years since I got in this industry. First year, year and a half in the relocation management industry. The next year or so was with a, one of the national franchise companies. And then for no particular reason at all, I got plucked from obscurity in Atlanta, Georgia, and was hired to run a national real estate network based in Kansas City, Missouri at the ripe old age of 26. And I've always loved this industry and particularly liked and respected the people I've met along the way. And because there's there's no, I have no particular qualifications in my background for where I ended up. It was really just a matter of, I always appreciated talented, smart, hardworking people who are gracious and who are willing to share, which this industry is populated densely with those kind of people and people who gave me a break. And so along the way, as I became not the youngest guy in every meeting I attended, but rather the oldest guy in most meetings I attend, it's always been a goal to share and give back. So I'm always really happy to do like this program for Ohio Realtors, you know, assuming that maybe there's something I can share that will help someone. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, as I mentioned, kind of when we were going through our introductions, your your career journey is just so extensive and, you know, you've done so much in giving back to this community. So I think that without a doubt, and we're super excited to have you um, joining us at the Broker Summit and, and for your presentation, which you're going to share a little bit about today. And this is not your first you know, time working with Ohio Realtors. I know we were just chatting before we started recording. This has kind of been a relationship you know, that we've had with each other for a while now. Well, yeah. I mean, in fact, I, I think the Ohio Realtors presentation in February 2020 was the last one I did before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Wow. But yeah, so, you know, I got moved to Kansas City. I ran that national network. It was owned by 400 independent brokerage companies. We ended up selling that to a big relocation management company. I stayed on as president. Uh, they moved us to Orlando, Florida. I was with them for another two and a half years when I decided that I was not well suited to corporate life. And with a wonderful partner, a woman named Lori Moore, we started Real Trends beginning in 1987. Our whole concept, my whole dream was to publish a monthly trends newsletter and to live in my pajamas <laughs> and just read a lot of stuff and talk to a lot of people and go to meetings and learn a lot and then share that information with the real estate community. Uh, we only missed our first year budget by 90%. So, you know, we were pretty close. Um, but we also, she did consulting work and I did consulting work. And from there, we, you know, we grew real trends. I think it, uh, back then when it was a print newsletter monthly, we grew it to about 3,000 subscribers. Then in the late 90s, a guy came along and started doing what we were doing online free. 
which kind of killed the subscription model. And then I ended up buying my partner out in 2002. And but I've been a consultant and, uh, you know, and a writer and researcher and speaker until uh, almost two years ago, I sold all of the publishing and rankings and conference part of Real Trends to HW Media. But uh, we kept Scott and I, my partner, kept Real Trends Consulting. So um, and I still now I get to write when I want to, not because I have to. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes it a little more but, fun, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that, you know, because for 35 years, I had to produce four to five thousand words of something every month. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for men and women who have to write stuff every day or every week for newspapers, magazines or, you know, publications that I think people don't understand. You got to be thinking well out. What am I going to cover? And then how am I going to do it? You know, we were talking earlier. It's been, it's a wonderful exit for me out of that side of the business. I'm still an advisor to them on real trends and I still write stuff. You know, we're releasing a series right now on the 10 individuals in my career who I think will have lasting impact on our industry beyond their lives. So we're in the process. I did came up with that idea and wrote all the scripts, shot all the video, and those are being released, I think, one a week or once every two weeks for, for a couple months. That's awesome. I need to, um, I need to so look I still at get Now I get to do the fun stuff, which is whatever I get a hankering to write about, I write. And Scott and I are still handling um, 20 to 25 valuations a month on residential real estate companies. We represent 10 to 15 companies for sale. And then I'm doing some general consulting work, some of it's succession planning and that kind of work. Yeah, well, you, you've you had an amazing, incredible career and continue to to have that. So um, that's why we're super excited to, to have you on the show today. And then with us at Broker Summit, talking about how to make a successful brokerage and all this crazy stuff that's going on right now and, and some things and trends that you're seeing in ways that um, us as realtors, as brokers can be best prepared um, for all these ebbs and flows of our industry so where should we start? Let's just start at the beginning. You know, kind of what are you seeing um, right now within our industry? Um, what are some challenges that we're seeing? What What do you expect, you know, that that this industry is going to look like in the near future? I know it's like so hard to predict that. But kind of what are you seeing is where we stand today? You know, here, here's the truth. Look, you, you, you take a step back for a minute and say, where were we, say, 20 years ago? And where are we today? And 20 to 25 years ago, the dawn of the Internet in our industry and the whole industry had a collective meltdown, fearing that the information loss of control over the MLS book and the sales information would kind of destroy the value equation uh, or the value proposition, a term people use. And it turns out those fears were greatly misplaced. And in fact, are even today greatly misplaced. I mean, we've seen massive change because of the internet. There's no question about that. It's all around us. But in our industry, we know factually, because of our own research, that 20 years ago, 81% of buyers and sellers used an agent to buy or sell a home. Okay, so flash forward a couple of years ago, we did 
hired the same outside, highly professional firm to do a consumer study of recent buyers and sellers, same questions, same demographics, and now the number's 91%. So the more complicated the technology got, the more information the consumers had, the more they used agents to buy or sell their homes. So the big news past today and going forward is technology is not going to replace agents. And then there was the other theory, which is, well, agents really don't need a brokerage company. Right. So to give you a heads up, I mean, so real trends, the new real trends, as well as the old, we rank the top brokerage companies in the nation. And for 15 years now, we've ranked the top agents and teams. Now, to be ranked on our agent team, you have to do at least 50 transactions and 20 million in volume. Last year, almost 24,000 individuals and teams were ranked. Wow. Now, that's up from 18,000 the year before wow. that. And we're talking about less than 8,000 five years ago. Wow. That's a major, right? that's major growth. <laughs> Huge, right? Yeah. Now, but here's the key thing, right? Nobody, or a top agents don't need a brokerage company, right? That's the same people that said buyers and sellers won't need an agent. And it's not like I'm a Luddite, you know, that I don't use technology, don't believe it. There's obviously technology has made agents business much easier than it used to be. There's no question. About it. And it's made it easier for consumers too. No question about it. So, but here's the key thing. Out of those nearly 24,000 of the top performing agents and teams in the country, about 99% of them, well, maybe it's 98% of them are with a known brokerage company. So the top producers in the industry, who, by the way, last year, that group accounted for almost 28% of all the closed volume. And oh, by the way, they represented less than four and a half percent of the realtors. Okay. So here's the key thing that and I'm going to share it at the Broker Summit in a little bit more detail. And people say this is um, credited to Yogi Berra, who is a famous New York Yankees baseball player, Hall of Fame baseball player. But everybody pokes fun at Yogi because he wasn't the most educated guy. I mean, he said he's reported to have said such great things as, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. <laughs> now, whether he actually said that or not is a mystery. Mm -hmm. But another thing he's reported to say, have said was, things are more like they are today than they ever have been. <laughs> so you go back 10, 20, 30, 40 years, realtors were at the center of the transaction. It turns out what we learned along the way, that wasn't about information. It was about counseling and guidance and empathy and listening and understanding a client and what they're trying to accomplish, why they want to do that, whether they're a buyer or seller, what are their dreams, and understanding that every client's different. And yeah, some people, they don't care about all that soft, touchy crapola. They just want their household for the most money. So don't, don't do that empathy thing with me. Just get the household. Or, But, you know, most consumers aren't that way. Most of, most of us are not that way. I want to know that I'm dealing with somebody that's competent, clearly. But I want somebody that's also going to listen, you know, and who the heck really likes a salesman anyway? 
we are more like counselors. Yeah. And those are like, that's the invaluable, like intangible stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's the stuff that really makes a realtor different than any other agent is, is the ability to empathize and, and, and put yourselves in the shoes of what these clients are experiencing. I mean, they're experiencing probably the most ex- expensive transaction that they're ever going to make in their life. You know, like this is a life-changing event that they are going to be walking through. And the fact that, you know, our realtors can provide just that, that more than just, yeah, we'll, we'll get your home sold. It's like, no, we're going to listen to you. We're going to, you know, really put ourselves in your shoes and, and be there. It's almost more about the relationship than it is the transaction. This episode of The Real View is brought to you by the Ohio Association of Community Colleges. Ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org and then click on the pre-licensed course locations. Human beings aren't going to change that much in the next month, year, five years, 10 years. What they don't like is the process. We understand that. It's not like they don't like their agent. They don't like who, but who would say, oh, I love the process of buying or selling homes. That person needs to be like closely examined. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> so what am I going to address about brokers? The business of being a brokerage company it has gotten tougher and tougher and tougher. And guess what? It's going to be even tougher yet. Because again, brokers make a lot of fundamental mistakes. So one of the things we're going to address, for instance, is, okay, in the first place, why did you want to be a broker or an owner of a brokerage company? What were you hoping to achieve? Was it build something of value? Was it to generate more income through profits? Or was it just because you wanted the personal satisfaction of having your own company, right? Key questions, right? The economics of being a brokerage, because typical brokerage companies have to pay out increasing percentages of the commission revenues to their agents. Well, That wouldn't be happening if, in fact, the agent did most of the value in the transaction. I mean, this is a free market, right? So what we also, a key thing we want to share and then get into the details with brokers during the summit is, here's the fact. If it were always and only about money between a broker and an agent, as I've told clients of mine, you'd all be out of business because there's always a less expensive brokerage company. There always has been. So why are most of those top producing agents and teams with known brokers who aren't the cheapest? There's the question. What is it that an agent or a team, a top performing or even new agents or middle producers, what is it that causes them to join and stay with the brokerage company? And we're going to cover that, a few of those things during the summit. And some of those answers from research we've done over the last 15 years may help a broker understand how can I run a successful, profitable brokerage company 
and actually sleep at night. Yeah, because I mean, we know how competitive this this market is, you know, in the sense of both real estate and the hiring market. And I mean, it is it is so difficult these days to really attract and, and retain, you know, top performing people. How do brokerages even like go about this? And I know you mentioned you're going to go into it a little bit more during your presentation at the Broker Summit, but um, what are some trends or some things that you're seeing that can be really successful for some brokerages to put focus on um, when it comes to building up their companies? Well, many of your brokers will have heard me say this at various other conferences, perhaps. Here it is. There's nothing complicated. To, to be successful in brokerage, you have to do three things. You have to recruit talent. You have to develop that talent. And you have to spend less money than you have coming in. That's it. it it's hard, you don't need to go to get an MBA to figure that out. That's it. That's been that way for my entire career. Execution of recruiting and developing talent has been and continues to be the challenge because that is hard work. We just finished a whole study just a few months ago, looking back 10 years at the top performing brokers out of the top 800 firms in the country, we ranked them by how well they grew in agents, they grew in sides, and they grew in productivity. What did we find? Well, guess what? Doesn't seem to matter what brand you're with, what region of the country, how big the market is, the average price of the homes has no bearing on that. Your business model, and it's not your brand, and it's not your location, it's not your average price. Oh my gosh, then it must be the leaders of the organization. That's all that's left. And like in almost any industry, there are people who understand what I just said, and they Build a plan to execute on it. And by the way, these were brokers with 2,000 agents, and some were firms with 100 agents. Some were in big metros, and some were not. We had people in Dallas-Fort Worth, and we had people in Lexington, Kentucky. And we had Keller Williams and Remax and Cobble Banker and Sotheby's and Independence and Better Homes and Gardens and Berkshire Hathaway. I'm going to try not to forget to mention all of them. Home Smart, I can keep going. Century 21, ERA, I mean, Windermere, EXP, they were all there. Well, wait a minute. So then we went out and surveyed those top 50. They had a plan and they executed against that plan. And they were persistent about it over a long period of time. But, you know, like in our industry, they'll say, well, you know, that organization, they're just a body shop. Okay, really? You think that's it, huh? Well, then tell me why the brokerage that was number one in agent growth over those 10 years, number one in transaction growth, number one in volume growth, was also number 12 in the country in per agent productivity growth. They just happened to be a senior team of people that not only know how to recruit people, but they know how to develop their skills. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what agents look for, right? Yeah, we're gonna look, we're gonna talk about and focus on that particular point. What are 
What are the things, I mean, beyond what I just said, oh, they have a plan and they execute, what does that mean? What does that look like? And so we're going to talk about that in a little bit more detail during the broker summit. Because I figure if I got an hour with some really good broker owners, some who have five agents, some who has 500, the key thing is to understand, quit looking for, for instance, technology to be the panacea. One of the fastest growing, most profitable brokerages in the country that went from nothing to 700 agents in 15 years has no tech platform and no tech department. And like, we're so trained. Yeah. And we're so trained this day to like instantly turn to technology, you know, like our brains are so wired. Yeah. Right. 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 It's, it's, um, I'm not, again, I said earlier, I'm not going to suggest to brokerage companies that technology is not important, but let's face, let's face facts. The most important technology advancement of the last 25 years was online forms and digital signatures. It made the whole thing easier for consumers and agents. Great. What else did we do that you couldn't do without? Truly. Email. Okay, email. All right, we've got to have texting. Wireless cell phones, yeah. Anything else that we absolutely couldn't do without? Do we have to have websites? Yeah, okay, we'll throw in websites. But, you know, the big thing, of course, every new company comes out with CRMs. There must be 1,355 different CRMs. And yet some of the most successful agents and teams we've interviewed, it's a spreadsheet. So it's like it sounds like you're saying, you know, pick and choose when to use and rely on that technology. You know, you know, it might not need to do it all, but find the stuff that works, you know, really great for you, but it doesn't necessarily need to be the end all be all. Yeah, when you talk to top performing brokers and agents, unless you ask them point blank about their tech stack, they don't ever talk about it. They don't. And by the way, I did a whole similar process of looking at top brokerage practices and habits 16 years ago interviewed 169 agents for an hour each about why are you with that broker? How'd you go to that brokerage company? Why are you there? What keeps you there? All these kind of questions. How well do they communicate? Do you know, even back then, and we did it again this past spring, until I asked, well, does your company have a tech platform or a marketing platform? Or until I brought it up, they'd never mention it. It was all about relationships and people and how they communicate and are they trustworthy? How do they treat people in the company? I mean, the same things that would cause you to work at the at the Columbus Realtor Association or the Ohio Realtor Association or NAR or a brokerage company or what, the Gap? Aren't they headquartered in Columbus, Ohio? Yeah, yeah, Express, yeah, yeah, they limited are, brands, yeah. I just met with the head of a foundation board for one of the best hospitals in Denver yesterday because I'm on another hospital foundation board. And I said, what are the keys to the number one ranked hospital in the whole metro area? She goes, we hire very carefully. We understand that our patient care depends on how cared for our nurses and administrative people and cooks and cleaners, how well we take care of them will determine how well our patients get taken care of. So a lot of people will say the patient is our customer. But anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But we, 
we keep trying to, and, and there's obviously millions of dollars being spent to tell us we need this technology and these systems. You need a new one. But the truth is, and, and some of it's worthwhile and good. I don't want to say it's not. But necessary and, and absolutely a core to success of a brokerage company, not a chance. Well, that is so interesting. And I'm so excited, you know, that we get to have you for a longer session at the Broker Summit because there's so much more I want to ask. But um, in the just concept of time, I want to make sure, you know, we don't give away too much and save some good stuff for your presentation um, here in a couple of weeks at the Broker Summit. So this was amazing, Steve. Um, thank you for sharing a little bit more um, into what you do and what your insights are. And it's been great um, having you on and hearing from you today. It, Allison, it's great to be with you. I hope I hope this turns out to be a great broker summit, and I'll do my part. Yeah, yeah, we're so excited to have you there um, on October 18th. You can register for the broker summit right now by going to ohiorealtors.org slash convention. Um, you can find out all of the agenda for the day, all of our wonderful speakers, just like Steve. We have so much going on, a great two days of learning and engaging um, with the broker's throughout Ohio. So we're really excited for that. Make sure to check it out now. Get registered if you haven't already. Hear from Steve and, and others that are going to um, be with us um, throughout the two-day event. So make sure to sign up if you haven't already. Thank you guys for tuning in. Steve, thanks again for joining me, and I will see you guys next week. Thanks so much. See you soon. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohiorealtors.org slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We want to hear from you. Email us at podcast at ohiorealtors.org. We'll see you next time. Hey, Ohio Realtors, register now for the fourth annual Broker Summit happening October 18th in Westerville, Ohio. Plus, make sure to join us for the all new Team Summit happening the day before the Broker Summit. That's right, two straight days of learning and networking just for you. Don't miss out on this important opportunity. Register today by visiting ohiorealtors.org.